When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's your Mythos Master, Ariel. I'm coming by to thank our patrons. We have our cultist patrons, Dead Dog 47 Remington Cloutier, and The Collector. We have our Biaki patron, Clinkster. And our Dagon patrons, Glassman93, The Seven Sins, and Trickster. Thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, you're gonna get scared. Cha, 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 cha. I'm your keeper, Travis. As long as there's no puckering. And uh, welcome to Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries. Uh, we're going to introduce our players, who they're playing, and then uh, I want to know what your character's favorite pizza topping is. Mm. Not yours, your character's. Uh, my name's Mark. I'll be playing the pilot known as Finn Hastings. And Finn is a big fan of anchovies. Probably not anymore. <laughs> um, Daniel, I play the archaeologist known as Texas Powers. It's his best Australian accent. <laughs> he gets something. That's all that matters. Um, I'm trying to think. I think he would be like a big fan of peppers. Yeah, you know, like spicy peppers or like bell peppers. Maybe like bell peppers because yeah. he is, he's from the South, but I don't want to be like too stereotypical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not but I think he like, would be like. You don't want him to have an upset tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Not a nice sports pepper or something? No. Like they have a pink drink for that. <laughs> Not maybe in the 20s slash 30s? <laughs> no, they just give you morphine. Yeah. <laughs> that heals everything. Here's yeah. some cocaine. Go along your way. <laughs> peppers. I'm Michelle. I play Clara Connor, the librarian, and she'd probably like just cheese. 
just kind of plain ass cheese. Um, Ariel, I play the secretary Ruth Elwood, and Henry never allowed Ruth to eat pizza, (laughs) so she has no idea what it tastes like. She's never had pizza. Henry's an asshole, so no, can't be. Uh, Poor Ruth. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I play Morgan Weston. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is no determined favorite topping because every time pizza is ordered, there is an argument inside of his head with 14 different people, and he ends up getting 14 different pad toppings. So a supreme. A, no, no, a supreme supreme. Okay. Yes. <laughs> mm. I like all kinds of pizza. But just not anchovies, because that's yucky. <laughs> All right. Go, you <clears throat> fish. <laughs> a quick brief rundown of oh, the quick. last episode. Our investigators found themselves in the Marsh Mansion. Uh, they found a series of paintings. Um, they had followed a hallway. They found a deep, dark, winding staircase. They found a long corridor that ended up having some yucky stuff on the walls. They came out and a little fish man is guiding them away. Um, the fish priest, <laughs> um, Clara, Ruth and Texas are following him. He told them to be careful and Texas kind of, uh, figured they're on a beam that might be about three, four feet wide. Um, Morgan and Finn have just gotten their asses out of the uh, corridor with the human skin who is puckering up for some smooches. I will leave it to you. Play! Before we leave this place, I will allow you to burn that fucking hallway. You have absolutely zero desire to do so. (sighs) You're not the one, huh? Damn it. To fuck with? No. I meant to burn, aren't you the pyro? I know you're not the the big stupid guy anymore. <laughs> Lindsay? Yeah. No. So you're not the pyro? No. I can't keep him straight anymore. Let's just go. You have problems. Says the guy who knows who Lindsay is living in his head. Let's just let's just go. I'm I'm getting tired of this place and I really need some answers. <clears throat> so, so. Uh, yeah, the fish priest and your compatriots are, they're further up, but they're going at a slow pace because he is about four foot tall and he waddles when he walks. So, yep, I'm just going to kind of flashlight point at the ground so I can see. <laughs> All right. You eventually catch up with them and you notice Texas is uh, walking with perfect posture and a little nervous about where he's placing his feet. You seem on edge. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> you see, either side of us is a, a drop. You sure about that? I'm going to point the flashlight like to the like left and or, yeah, to the left. <laughs> it's just the darkness eats the light. Oh, shit. <clears throat> That's unnerving. I'm going to point at the ground and kind of do what Texas is doing. Perfect posture and walk straight. All right. So as you're going along, you know, 
very slow pace. You're all in a straightforward line. Um, <clears throat> you start feeling a draft coming from below you. Um, the lantern flickers a little, and he kind of looks behind him and says, it's safe to spread out once you get to this point. I'm going to kind of walk up and beside Ruth. So uh, as you all get to, you know, that point where Ruth and whether you can tell like the, there's a, a breeze, a draft coming straight up from what would have been like a sheer face of a wall. Uh, quick question. How far down does that go exactly? Uh, we don't know. Forever. <sighs> well, makes sense because anything that used to make sense doesn't, so. And it's not much further now. He's proceeding to walk and as you're following him, um, you start to hear uh, just real faint whimpers. Yeah, earlier I and, and and it's kind of mixed in with mewling like a, like kittens, but you can't pinpoint where that sound is coming from. Well, what's that noise, sir? Part of the builders. The builders. Part of the builders. Part of the builders. They are everywhere. My uh, I. Forgot my manners earlier. I apologize. I'm on edge, tired, and need answers. But uh, what is, what is your name? Mine. I'm Finn Hastings. You can call me brother. Brother. I've given up a human name decades ago. Okay. Um. Ah. <laughs> As you're walking, Finn, something brushes past your head, and it's as it's like. As it's coming, it's like that Doppler effect where it sounds like a kitten and an infant at the same time, right by your ear. But it's not cute. It makes your skin crawl. Don't want to know anymore. Yeah, the builders are everywhere. Oh, who are the builders exactly? The builders are what were and still are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I expected. You will not know, but you will be forced to know. And here we are. Continue to follow. And he's just, he's walking. And it almost seems aimless at this point. Well, just yeah. take his word for it. Mm -hmm. uh, if anybody wants to roll a listen... You can at this point. Seven percent. Thirty-eight under forty-five. Twenty-three over twenty. I hear wind and mewling. Um. Uh, so everybody who passed it, you do notice, like as brother is going, and he's just kind of walking in odd patterns. This. The, this whimpering and this mewling it feels like it's coming from inside your head 
it almost makes your teeth hurt. Great. Another voice inside my head. <laughs> um, do you say this out loud? Yep. Okay. And he, you hear laughing and it's from the land from right below the lantern. Um, and it is, it's ma- it's making your eyes water and your teeth hurt. Um, and it's getting to the point to where you're not sure if you can endure it anymore. And he stops and you see his fist go forward and he hits something and you see nothing but darkness in front of you. And he takes his hand and he knocks again. And you hear just stone grinding on stone and fetid, rotten, piss smelling air just hits you directly in the face. And that's all of you. And he says, follow me in unless you want to stay as material for the builders. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow him. I don't know what that means, but I have a very good idea. I'm going to be puckering on a wall if I don't. <laughs> We'll meet the remaining marshes, and they will help you with your, what did you say, family photos? Sure. (laughs) So he leads you, and he continues to walk in, and you go into what would be a, a, it's a grotto. Um, There's light here. It's real faint green light. If you start to kind of look at it closer, it is, there's some like small mushrooms, some fungus, and it's glowing green. And there are some worms glowing and it's all bioluminescent. And this grotto is here and it, it reeks. Uh, It smells like a septic pit. It smells like an open wound. It smells like Finn was in the war. It smells like foxholes that were bombed a week ago. Trenches. Yes. Um, and the grotto, from what you can see from the lantern and this bioluminescence all around, everything is finely carved into the stone. And there is a pool in the middle of all of it. And there are other short figures in robes with chains and ornaments and headpieces on and they are all on separate pillars around the pool uh i'm gonna approach and like have my flashlight pointed at the ground so i can see where i'm kind of stepping yeah uh, but not shining anybody in the face okay and then just hello gonna ask him the guy who let us in there who who are they these are the brothers we are all the brothers i figured the brothers was... of what the brothers of dagon those who continue to live and he like swings his arm over with the lantern the marshes are further over they will see you okay Over, I'm going to point the direction he kind of indicated over there. Yes. 
I'm gonna start walking that way. Yep. I'm gonna follow her. She's got my flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm going there if everybody mm-hmm. else is going there. All right. So as you go, you're following the. You'll follow the wall because it is. It's a faint green glow, and you're following, and you get to an area. And like I said, it's all cut out of stone, and you can tell it is high craftsmanship. And it's probably taken hundreds and hundreds of years to do this. And as you go, you start noticing with your flashlights and there's some of the lounge furniture that was upstairs and it's down here and it's falling apart from moisture and rot and there is a dead woman laying on one of the lounges and she has its skeletal remains and skin has molted and she's just been there forever um and then further up in a in a chair is a full-grown it's a man in robes and he's got the deep in's mouth look and it is mr marsh he is the last of the marsh line and he is still alive but he is just withered and you can see <sighs> he's maybe taken four or five breaths every minute or so he's breathing but just barely mr marsh Yes. Yes. Hello. We were told you have equipment to develop film. Develop film is 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 my my son's forte. He was interested in the pictures. The twin? Mm, No. He was not a twin. My son was lucky enough to leave to walk into the ocean before Henry and Tittles came. Tittles, is he a tall man? He is what he wants to be. Yes. He is a traitor. <laughs> Uh, you get uh, how close are you getting to him? I was gonna say within five feet. Okay, yeah. who's close to him? Who's gonna be close enough to him? Um, all right. So his hood is down some, and you see the bottom of his mouth. And you can tell he's withered, and he's just disgusting. Um, and if you get close enough, he has no eyes. There are fat slugs and just maggots that have filled those cavities, but they're not coming out. They're writhing, but they're not falling out. They're staying perfectly in place and they continue to writhe. Where can we find this equipment? Did not brother tell you you could do all you needed in the mansion? He did. And it would only be proper to introduce yourself to the owner of the mansion. Well, we thought it was abandoned because there was nobody there and nobody answered the door. The door opened by itself, we know that much. You, uh, you must have been welcomed in then. By who? By the mansion. My name is Ruth. Mm, yes, Ruth. Uh, my name's Finn. Finn Hastings. Mm, Finn Hastings. And I'm, and I'm Clara. 
Clara. He takes his hands and he pulls his hood back and he looks up at you and just and that gets Clara of the bloodline, I believe. So I've heard. <sighs> who are your other friends? This is whoever pops into his head and um, Mr. Powers. Raise my hat. <laughs> Clara of the bloodline and the one who goes by many names but won't admit who he really is I see and you are all granted passage but you were given passage as favor for the others I was given passage for favor the others to favor the other four Clara of the bloodline and the other three who have been stained it's not a sex thing stained say I, I didn't uh, I didn't get stained did he I? holds his hands up and even though they're kind of rotting and fi- you can tell like his fingers and hands and going up his arms are stained black they have been stained. I'm going to look down at my hands and like just see what they look like. <laughs> see if, like they stain by themselves. Like I don't, I don't get it. We uh, encountered the twins. <laughs> the twins. I must have been sleeping longer than I thought after that crash. And the fact that you came through means you have something important. I mean you have family photos of sorts but who has the thing that is important I'm not quite sure what the important thing is (laughs) what did you take from the twins did you guys take something from somebody it is for the first pillar The first of three. Check your notes. Maybe somebody wrote something down. I. Oh, you know what it is. I know what it is. Oh, okay. I think I know what it is. But Ruth <laughs> is debating whether to say it or not. I can taste it in this room. Are you for or against Henry? <laughs> you call him Henry. I call him Walter. He is a traitor. He is a bastard son of Innsmouth. We are no longer for Walter. We are no longer for James. So we no longer deal with titles. So we all have a common enemy here. They're the reason that I got my plane got shot down or crashed and they're the reason why you guys are here obviously so we're all in board of finding these two and stopping them whatever they might be doing so I'm going to hold up my hand with the two missing fingers mm-hmm. <clears throat> I sacrificed these for information yes you did you gave those to a greedy man who would use them for his own benefit Probably, yes. However, I needed information to know how to stop Henry. Yes. 
And I'm kind of like looking more towards like Finn. <laughs> he said that there were three chests that I had to open. There, there were three, three keys. Pillars. Three pillars. There are three pillars. This might be it. I'm going to take my key out. Okay. Which one is the first pillar? So when you take it out, it's got the carving of the Siamese, like the conjoined fetuses. And when you take them out, you notice that their mouths are moving and they start to mule. It's that same sound that you heard from the builders outside. And, ah, Mr. Marsh is, uh, he starts clapping and he's bouncing. You brought the first, you found the first. Uh, (coughs) I'm sorry. (sighs) Walter is a bastard son of Innsmouth. He preyed upon our desire to spread the good word of Dagon. Clarkson wanted the power that Walter showed him from Dagon. But Tittles is the worst. Tittles wanted Dagon out of the picture so he could continue to spread his influence. Do you understand, Ruth? I think I do, yes. Can I, can I just stop real quick? I, I, I kind of understand who Walter and this Clarkson fella is. But who is Tittles? Tittles is... He is not of this place. He is one that the builders despise also. He is one who desires to lead everything but must have is foes locked away. Tiddles gave Walter and James the information. He gave them the idea to bring forth the binding of the three pillars. They tricked us. They lied to us. Then we bound Lord Dagon and we cannot release Lord Dagon. Our powers are dwindling. And the one you call Henry, the bastard son of Innsmouth, and James Clarkson continue to spread Tittle's influence over the world because Dagon would stop it. You have the key to the conjoins pillar. And if we release Dagon, though, what else would, what catastrophic event would happen because of that? Mother Hydra would rise also. Mother Hydra, the lover of Dagon. But what would that... You would stop, Tittles. You would lock Nalawathotep in place. His influence would stop. 
And Henry and James. And Henry and James, yes, yes, yes. But what other evil would come of it? There is no evil with Lord Dagon or Mother Hydra. They are the ones we all worship and adore. Lord Dagon brought us the builders from below. The ones they said had been eradicated eons ago. Is he talking about the ones that are making skin walls? They do as they please. They build with the materials given to them. By whom? I'm guessing if it's left out there, it's materials. No yeah, matter who it is or they what it grab is. is materials of their own. But are we and okay with releasing another? He, his hands cannot look at the grotto. And there are posts where the brothers are standing and there are five of them. And they're all around this pool. Myself and the five are the last remaining ones who know the location of the pillars. The other priests all killed themselves after the ritual was done. We are the last remaining ones who know the locations. And you are here with a key. And he claps his hands and the five around the pillars drop their lanterns and they all pull out knives and kill themselves. And they fall off of their platforms. And as the lanterns hit, they break and, you know, the their fuel goes out and some fire goes up. And you see in this pool is, it's just a mass of black goo and it's moving and it's taking a, sh- a large shape. The builders want you to unlock the first pillar. Kind of like looking at everybody like... I mean, at this point, we're already already in it. You might as well do it. If it's going to stop these two, I mean... These two need stopped. That's a definite yes. But what... What evil could... What more evil could come of this? I don't know who this Dagon is. You should. He is the lord of all we worship and praise him might you have any written information on this Dagon everything written has been burnt here everything written has been destroyed when we did the ritual we were misguided we were lied to where is the first pillar and his hand goes out and like the flames around the pool rise up and it is before you remember Ruth a pillar may take any shape and this black icker that's the builders right there they are taking shape and it is enormous and it is the shape of a pregnant woman on her back with her knees up You must unlock her womb to unlock the first pillar. Unlock the home of the conjoined, but only one of the stained may do it. I'll walk over there. Okay. Make sure you knock on the bed womb door. Oh, no, this is, it's, 
she's it's 20 foot tall it's an enormous figure of a pregnant woman yell into it hello and as you walk around between and it is atomically anatomically correct there is a very large vagina there Mm -hmm. and you see a silver keyhole i'm not gonna look pleased but we'll approach so you start to approach and you you get close but you can't go any further she gave up some of her powers she gave up some of her staining she cannot go all the way without support please i need your help so you are by marsh and you're walking towards this pool with flames completely around it and as you start to get over you're trying to figure out how to breach these flames and kessler is going insane in your head he is going insane it's a sexual desire that you feel so uh i'm gonna take the key out of her hand so you cross the flames and because she's on the other side of the flames. yeah i'm gonna cross the flames. Uh, when you cross the flames something pulls out of you and it's relief but something complete something pulls out of you and do you are you still walking towards her are you yeah, turning around i'm walking towards her all right uh texas clara and finn see a young teenage boy engulfed in flames come out of the back of morgan and he is completely engulfed in flames his skin is charring and blacking and he is in ecstasy what in Sam hell? He, this is the most pleasure he's ever been in while he is dying. What the? So, with that, Kessler has been removed from Morgan. You can gain a D6 of sanity back. Yay, four! <laughs> All right. All right. For a second, I thought that was a one. It's like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> All right, so you approach and you take the key from Ruth. I'm gonna not allow you to do that. You want him to help? Yeah, help. Help me get there. I will be the one to put the key in. I am the one that wants to take Henry down so bad. I will be the one to take Henry down. When he grabs a hold of the key, when he grabs a hold of your hand, you feel that you're not being pushed back anymore. You feel like you can approach this now. You've got the strength. So I'm going to walk there then. Like, So you're both are, he's got a hold of your wrist and you're just kind of leading him while you two are bickering about it. Mm-hmm. So you approach and it is, she has gotten bigger and this vagina is about three feet tall. And you see a large silver keyhole on a placard. And she goes in and, and she stops when her shoulder is right there and Ruth I need you to roll power to see if you can turn the key 16 under 60 so yeah it's it would be a a mental power it would be a mental challenge for you to be able to turn this key because you don't feel right you are shoulder deep in a 20 foot tall woman pregnant woman (laughs) You've put a key, essentially, in the opening of her uterus. 
and as you unlock it, this chamber fills full of screams, and her stomach starts to deflate, and Ruth and Morgan, you hear a pop, and what comes out of her is a mixture of blood and shit and mucus, and it hits you both in a wave, and it pushes you both down and back. I'm gonna kind of like go towards Morgan and kind of like hold on to him. Yeah, I say it's continuing. It's just not stopping. And she is screaming, but the scream is coming from all of these smaller mouths on her. The builders that made her. The mother of the conjoined. Yeah, like mostly just grasping onto him to like hold on to something. Like for me, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, because I'm just standing there. No, it, it knocked you over. It, it hits you with force. It knocked you on your ass. You can't. You, you can roll for it if you want to. I'm going to get up. <laughs> okay. But it's it's a uh, extreme roll. Oh, boy. Because it is the force of a 20. It's force of shit and mucus and blood, and it's a wall coming at you. 67 out of 90. It's no go. No. <laughs> okay. Gross. So, yeah. And she's screaming, and her, her abdomen is deflating. And out of it. It eventually comes the nude bodies of the elderly conjoined. And they both look at you, Ruth, and they look at you, Morgan, and they are in tears. And they, you set us free. You set us free. You set us free. And they are just, they're dissolving into all of this. Just shit. Um, Mr. Marsh is bouncing and he's clapping and he's giddy and the maggots and the slugs are just falling out of the sockets in his face. <laughs> you've, you've released the first pillar. We are closer to seeing Lord Dagon. We are so much closer to being free. Now, the only thing left is to find the other two pillars. Isn't that right, Clara? And when he says that, he crumbles. He is just dead. I'm going to take the handkerchief that was in my pocket and wipe her face off. Much appreciated. I know where the other two keys are. I hope they're not in a giant vagina. (laughs) I don't know at this point. Okay, what in the hell is going on around here? That was. I'm gonna walk back towards them if I can. <laughs> you can. Okay. She comes up. Her face is is bright white. It's it's like luminescent white because it's the only part of her that's clean. Her hair is slicked back, and it's it's not water. It is mm. it's it's blood and it's shit and it's piss and it's mucus and it's just coated her. And Ugh. you see Morgan pulling himself up, and it's just dripping off of him. And he's looking around, and they're approaching you, and you three were close enough to watch Mr. Marsh just disintegrate into maggots and death. And all you know at this point is somewhere upstairs in the mansion is a dark room. Yeah. And the female body starts to break apart, and they are balls about the testicles. Um, They're about the size of a basketball and it's black sludge and they start to have hundreds of eyes appear on them. And they kind of roll towards you and they're mewling again. Like they're hungry. Like they're angry. 
And then next episode, we'll find out what happens to you guys. So everybody listen in two weeks to find out what happens. Thank you. I love you all. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm going to do my best to fill Ariel's shoes and make everybody happy and scared at the same time. Uh, in the meantime, check out the show notes. We had a link to our Discord, which is an awesome community full of awesome people. Very open. Very nice. Um, and we've also got links to our store, so you can buy some merch for all the different shows that we record. Uh, until then, we will see you next episode. Stay safe. Stay healthy, and most of all, keep your sanity in check. I love you guys.